Witcher special. And welcome to the weekly Walker H Town coming to the from the hub of the community, the Heston Public Library, recorded with podcasting equipment sponsored by USW Local One One Two Two Eight. I got it right on our last podcast before the end of the year. That's not live. I'm proud of you. And I didn't stumble. It's been a while. It's 16 episodes, but we're getting there. So when you said you didn't stumble, that was a circle back around to I'm down like a rodeo clown. <laughs> I'm down like a rodeo clown for a lot of things, Susan. Okay. Because I hadn't heard that phrase You've never before. heard that? So, yeah. And I love rodeo. I have my tickets to the Hartman Arena Rodeo coming up. And I think we definitely need to have a podcast about the pretty prairie rodeo come July. Okay, we can probably do that, and I think I might have people that I might have connections that we could actually get people who provide the pretty pretty rodeo to get here, if possibly maybe I don't know. Hey, don't don't hold me to that, but I have some connections in that world still. We we could really just go off the rails here talking about pretty prairie rodeo. We could go, off, Susan. We can go off the rails talking about anything. In fact, I think Dr. Joel Garber, he's here with us right. today. His Brother might still have some of those connections too Dang. to the rodeo world. He also has a brand. Yeah. Okay. Some people, if you're listening now, this is something for which you can look forward. Maybe. I was trying maybe, not to end maybe, with two, maybe, but anyway. Wait, maybe. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, okay. So we're going to have a two-minute drill for all the people Yes, in the Jackie's room. here too. So we've got a two-minute drill. I don't, I'm, I'm, oh, yeah, this is a new thing, Joel. This is the – We got rid of Dr. what's Drummer. in the sack. Yeah, this is, this is a two-minute drill. The last time you were here, we played what's we in the sack. Yeah, that's right. We did. Well, we want to keep it fresh. Good. Yeah. Just like Got to keep line. you on your toes, yeah. Okay, so keep in mind <laughs> – keep in mind – I'm making these questions up as we go. So for the listeners that feel like that things have been moving too quickly, today is not going to be a problem. So please respond. Christmas candy, divinity or fudge? Fudge. Divinity. Fudge. Opening a present, do you save the wrapping paper and try to preserve it for next year or do you just trash the room? Who does that? I look like a squirrel. Like, I go full squirrel on wrapping paper. Ball up into the trash and see how many three-pointers you can hit. Well, I move the bag. <laughs> yeah, rip it. Just rip it. Just okay. rip it. Okay, sorry. I wasn't quite... Um, um, you're a peeler, aren't you? No, not really. We do a lot of gift bags. And actually, okay. you know, when you get to this stage in life, if if you have needs, you'd usually just go ahead and... Buy what you need because you don't know. You're a nightmare to shop for. Well, I don't. We don't trade gifts uh. in the couple world, like the spouse world. Anyway, okay, moving a on. Nightmare to shop um, for. Christmas Day, do you stay at home or go a place or go lots of places? Stay at home. Don't know. Right? Yeah. And who's, Christmas. Made, who's made my schedule? Yeah. And yeah. So Christmas for us has changed so much. So we're mm-hmm. trying to balance out so many different things. So we're never sure what's going on. And, and that has changed over the years. It used to be Christmas Eve was with our family. Christmas Day was at Grandma's on 708 mm-hmm. Lewis Drive. And away we went. But no, that's so that has changed so much. So okay. it's kind of a very fluid. So that's why I get to say, don't know. It's a okay. horrible two minute drill answer. All I know is I have food ready to go in the fridge for, hey, we're going to somewhere. And I'm like, great, let me grab the pie. Okay, <laughs> there you go. All right. So week between between Christmas and New Year's, usually working or have more freedom? I'm at work. 
I've never worked between Christmas and New Year's. More freedom. I'm usually with the Garber clan, and we're doing all this kinds of true. things. Yeah, Shenanigans. Shenanigans. It's okay. the best time of year to catch up on like all the things that, since nobody's open, that you have neglected the rest of the year. Okay. Christmas, favorite activity other than the traditional food? You know, like, do you have a thing that you like to do, like bowl or go to a movie or something like that? Sleep. Christmas is today to sleep in. Anything goes. Yeah, I'm down like a rodeo clown. Yeah, I got it. Okay. <laughs> I, I'm glad I'm not answering because my answers would put you all to shame because you're kind of discombobulated. But anyway, how about New Year's Eve? Stay home or go out and get rowdy? Home. Rowdy at home. Rowdy at home with the Garbers. Okay. I can't guarantee that's going to There might be a, a game of, uh, what's it called? Quit. Quiplash. Quiplash. Okay. Ooh. Yeah. I, you know that. I want to go to your party. Yeah. I feel like the quip lash would fit right in with our rodeo themed show next yeah. July because it all sounds like things that happen either on New Year's Eve or on bareback bronco. So. Two two words. Pheasant poppers. Yep. Got to make those. That's kind of a, yeah. I have to make pheasant poppers for New Year's Eve for this crew. Okay. T- Last year he was like, get some extra pheasant. I'm going to make pheasant poppers. He showed up. I think you made like 200. I made a gigantic baking sheet full, and there were none left. That's true. Does anybody else have like New Year's foods? Because in our family, you have to eat a cabbage, a piece of cabbage for wealth, ham for health, and a grape for luck. What about black-eyed peas? We don't do black-eyed peas. Ours was always a cabbage for wealth, a grape, uh, ham for health, and a grape for luck. Hmm. Just one grape? This what is a my- waste. Oh, I love grapes, but like this is my grandma's thing: is okay. that you have to eat these three things on New Year's. Okay. Well, I thought does it, was... it work? Sure. Look how happy she looks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think of a way to answer this in a way that is polite. PG. PG. Well, I broke my elbow this last year, so oh. and I didn't eat Gosh, a grape. I forgot about so that. So that might be there, it. Yeah. I didn't, you know, I didn't follow the tradition, Write and when I don't, down. we could yeah. do we could do a podcast in the new year about the urban legends in Aston. That's true. Well, I always buy the black eyed peas because I hear that's for good luck. But then, you know, when you go to bed at eight on New Year's Eve, you're like, oh, forgot to make those black eyed peas, and then they set in the freezer. <laughs> For a few days, and then you throw them away. And that look that you're giving me is very I, judgmental I think about a, a going to a formal I, invitation to the Garber New Year's I'm, for the. I'm just letting you know that by eight o'clock, I'm just finishing up grilling these poppers. Like, we're just getting started. Yeah, we're just. That's right. Yeah, huh? I'm well, Susan. I'm. I may or may not make it to the ball drop before I nod off on the couch. A ball drop? I haven't seen a ball drop since <laughs> I was 11, watching Lawrence Welk or something with my dad, and there was an intoxicated I, woman that was going hello there, oh. and we could read her lips and so my dad for the next five years said hello there <laughs> okay we have a, a script that we're gonna, please do not turn us off guys not, i mean not, seriously I'm not, I'm we have a thousand downloads we are trying to get to 2500 before valentine's day so oh, we are I yes okay. stay with Great. us i'm gonna start being quiet no that's okay no dr garber is here one more time to talk about central kansas master corrals performance they're coming up on sunday we're also going to talk about his hobbies in the off season of the winter yeah i'm throwing you under the bus like that because i'm right there with you but uh concert sunday three o'clock correct three o'clock has to night church it's gonna be great uh, a lot of the singers have gotten on Facebook and posted, and uh, probably the most appropriate one is there is a little bit for everybody. So okay, great. I'm doing uh, a 
Christmas carols from around the world sort of thing. We're starting off uh, from Germany with good old Sebastian Bach, uh, but then we're doing some Polish, we're doing some British carols. Yeah, we're doing a little bit of everything. Of course, we've got a couple really good spirituals and one from a very popular composer, choral composer right now, Sean Kirchner. So it's going to be good. All right. What are you looking at time frame wise? I mean, uh, 40 minutes, 45 minutes to an hour. Perfect. I tell you, I must say how much I appreciate that because I do believe that there are people that get concert fatigue. I don't fight that, but... um, I think that having it with a very precise ending is really Mm -hmm. helpful because anybody can set for 50 minutes and especially to hear the quality of music that you're bringing. Yeah, absolutely. So, Susan, I have to tell you, did you know that that's an American culture thing? Well, I'm sure. Is it the Brits or the Spanish or who that can set for five days? So something that we haven't really talked about publicly is that the Central Kansas Master Crowd has been invited to join four other choirs for a festival in Austria next August. Oh, my gosh, really? We've got Congratulations. Uh, that 12, is amazing. Twelve to 15 of us singers are going to join uh, in what they call a classical music festival, Crazy. which is a a festival in Eisenstadt, Austria, at the Esterhazy Palace, where Haydn spent his entire life working. Um, but uh, we're going to join a, a bunch of other choirs for a couple of really large works. We're going to sing in Vienna. And one of the large works we're going to sing is about two hours with an intermission. It, what, ex- what uh, excuse me? Two hours with an intermission. That's a full-on, that's like back in, I, yeah, that's Okay. And the amazing thing about the European audience, they sit there. There's no, there's no phones. There's no coughing. There's no whispering. I they bet they don't there. have to have a little glass of wine like people do now at music theater either. No, they do that before the. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, all right. Oh, wait. And so, they just love it and yeah, and they appreciate cool. it. But this particular festival is all American musicians. Wow. In so the Austria. orchestra is handpicked uh, instrumentalists from across the U.S. from universities, and the choir is all uh, singers from the U.S. Wow. So basically your choir is in year two, and you've been invited to go to Austria. Like that's, <laughs> This that's, is really cool. It's very – really- and why did – now we should have tried out. <laughs> it's too late now to say Austria. Wait, wait. You and I wanted to – okay, you maybe, but oh, I right. had karaoke in the garage the other night. We couldn't carry a tune in the bucket, but we're still going on to <laughs> tour somewhere. Okay. Because there were four or five of us that did a version of Seven Bridges Road, and it was amazing, or it sounded like strangling cats. One of the two, okay. we don't know. Well, we thought we were amazing. Every group needs a jester, Rusty. <laughs> Jackie just pictured me in the jester hat. I can see it in her eyes. I absolutely I, did. I knew exactly 100% where it went. Bells and everything. Wow, that is. We have thought way too much before, but that, wow, wow. Well, I just am, am amazed that you're doing that. So then, um, this is your second concert of the season, this holiday one. So there's probably another concert yet to come. Yep, there is one. It's the 26th of March, and that one will actually be at Trinity Lutheran Church in McPherson. And we're doing a, a concert dedicated to survivors and victims of COVID. It's uh, a requiem for the living. Mm-hmm. Very, very cool. That's a yep. very um, – how did you find the war, like the music for that? I the guess. music? It's actually been a work that I've been wanting to do for a couple of years. It's written by a, a composer around my age by the name of Dan Forrest. Uh, 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 another big and upcoming composer in the choral world. 
Um, and uh, we've actually done some of his music before, but he wrote an entire work. It's about 45, 45 minutes long uh, on an American Requiem for the Living. Wow. Yep. And you, when you say around your age, you're like 38, right? Give or take 10 years. <laughs> I'm 21, Russ. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> Everybody in here is 21. Everyone in here is 21. I agree completely. Times three. Uh, okay. So Mary, a stupid decision in sight. I have, I have a question, um, and I, I don't know if I have permission to ask this. But sure you how do. does someone become a composer? How do you, like, I know that you have a Ph.D. in choral directing, but how do you, like, how do people get good at that or, or even begin? So when you go to music school or work on a music degree, uh, you take music theory, which is essentially looking at the relationship of the notes and rhythms, the harmonies, the melodies, and stuff like that. Um, what's really funny is I tell, my, I tell students, you know, four years of theory, you spend the, two, the first two years learning all the rules, all of the rules, and then you spend the last two years learning how to break the yeah, rules. I, yeah, I can see that. Yep. Uh, and it's just a lot of it is much like uh, other sort of creative arts. Some people have a really, a really good knack for uh, creating music or art or you name it in their heads. And putting it down on paper is uh, what they love to do. Is it similar to – and I'm going to use this as a – as kind of a go-between, is it similar to the idea in writing? Anyone can write, can anyone compose, but writing well and composing well is hard. Well, I'm not sure a a 51-word run-on sentence works in composing, but I wouldn't say that everybody can write because I certainly can't, and uh, I wouldn't say that everybody can compose either because I – yeah. I'll leave that there. You, it was, okay. you brought up the 51. We're just letting it go. So at what age are those aptitudes m- most likely to present themselves? So if we were wanting to, you know, kind of look for gifts within, you know, kids, when do you feel like that it really is, oh, that, that child is definitely musical, musically gifted? Well, I'm a strong believer in that uh, – Young adults and kids that try everything is is definitely uh, the best way to go, and that you always try to invest in the things that they really love to do. Um, for example, m- my clan we're not huge runners, mm-hmm. not huge runners at all. We're not huge athletes. Uh, my son Ethan loves soccer, which is a lot of running, and Olivia's trying basketball this year, and she's doing well. Um, and we try to invest in areas that they they loved. Um, and so if you find someone that loves piano lessons or takes piano lessons and sits down and, and starts to learn things by ear or starts to make up their own songs, that right there is a wonderful a sign that you've got a composer. And so age 7, 9, 20? Anytime. Any, anytime. Okay. Oh, I would absolutely agree with that. I would think you... I think you see. I think you really see through everything. I think you see kids who are musically inclined even at an early age. I remember in elementary school knowing who oh that person's a really good singer. Or that person's a really good mm-hmm. singer. You knew who that was. Uh, hi, Gretchen Rhodes. We're talking about you. Um, that type of thing. So you you knew that. 
Not so, everybody's a Mozart. Right? No, Mozart right. composed his first symphony when he's thirteen. Yeah, I mean, I mouthed the words of the elementary school pr- Christmas program until I was in fourth grade because I did not want to sing. So mm-hmm. I am not musically inclined. So Joel, um, with the people that are a member of your choir, how many of those people have a long history? in music performance and are a certain percentage of them people that just have kind of come to this maybe a little bit later in life not that you know everyone's complete life story but you probably have a general idea i would say a lot of uh, the choir members in central kansas um are they grew up with music in church mm-hmm. right that was a big influencer um i would say only maybe a third, less than a third of the members in this choir were actually musicians for a living. Okay. And that's one of the reasons why I felt like this choir was going to be so good for this community because it it gives an opportunity for singers that aren't musicians for a living, but when I go above and beyond that y'all come sing experience um, was going to be great for them. Y'all come sing. Mm -hmm. I've, 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 convinced a couple singers that used to be in Bel Canto at Heston College they didn't major in music they haven't sing in a gr- they haven't sung in a group like this until or since Bel Canto and they're in and they're having a blast that's great that's that's absolutely great and it just speaks to the volume of the level of the people that we have in the community to do so many different things and now they get to go to Austria too no kidding that's really cool move to Heston go to Austria yeah, per- yes yeah <laughs> I mean, it's kind of like a, yeah. I feel like it's a given. Sure, I mean, eventually yeah. everybody that lives here is going to get some kind of opportunity to go to Austria and sing or play soccer or read a book or catch a fish. Eat. <laughs> eat, mm-hmm. eat. 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 Eat is good. Eat is good. Speaking of catching fish, Susan, we're going to put Dr. Garber on the spot because <laughs> I don't think people, a lot of people know that he kind of has a hobby and he's going to be working on this hobby. In I'm so the, afraid. In the winter. That is an appropriate reaction. Anytime Rusty goes, I'm going to put you on the spot. <laughs> well, no. I mean, it was hit. my boat is going to his house to be worked on by Dr. Garber and myself. But I play the role of ignorant tool boy so well. Hand me the tool and I will hand him the tool because I don't want to come out not with fingers. I like my fingers. Is See, the boat wooden? Parts of it. See, what had happened was. <laughs> <laughs> True. We were on the lake. And we're getting Which ready time? to uh, one of them. Yeah. Okay. We're and we're getting ready to head in. We've we've fished all evening. It's, we want to get in before dark because yep. loading the boat mm-hmm. in the dark is a pain. Truth. Truth. And uh, I'm always the Bob. What's back the of Bob? The, the back of the boat buddy. That's the Bob. If you okay. have two people back there, you're the back of the boat bub- buddies. B O B B. And that's my favorite place to fish because I get to fish two rods. Okay. Yeah. Okay, and there's lots more experience about that that we'll, yeah, we'll, we're not getting we'll pass that, on yeah. that. But mm-hmm. uh, so here I am. I sit on a cooler in yeah, the back because because you have to be center and keep the boat keep the boat um keep the boat in balance. Okay, I can so, yeah. I can understand everything you've told me so far makes sense. Okay, mm-hmm. so so Captain Rusty here hits the throttle like I always do. I wasn't ready. He wasn't, and ready. I was standing. <laughs> I thought he was. I thought wearing he was, a life jacket. It was no, within. No. It, it, it was in within reach, like yeah. they always are, via yeah. Kansas Wildlife and Parks standards. Thank okay. you very much. Yep. And uh, I grabbed the closest thing to me, which was my captain's chair. And all of a sudden, we heard pop. pop. 
and I look, and Rusty Rusty is now lounging <laughs> yeah, while he's steering. Full, full recline that's not supposed to be there on an aluminum bracket. <laughs> so one of our goals this winter is to replace the captain's chair in uh, in the boat. And now this boat has history. This boat is a 1989 CNIMF, which we purchased in 1993. My dad and my uncle and our good family friends split three ways on this boat. And so we've had it since 93, and uh-huh. it's a 1989, and it's getting a brand new captain's chair for the first time. So Don built a box that opens up. The there used to be a live is, is mounted to a box. And so when you lift the chair back, you've got storage, storage. underneath mm-hmm. the seat. Okay. I'm rebuilding that. And then the glove box has, has... A, a mount that holds the windshield that's busted. So we're yeah. going to rebuild that too. But who broke it? Sounds like Rusty broke it because he hit the throttle. I thought he was ready to go and he wasn't. I'm like, okay, here we go. And I eased into the throttle and he wasn't ready. Joel, did he say, okay, here we go? I don't remember. <laughs> is it true that the happiest day of your life is the day you buy a boat and also the day you sell a boat? Okay, there's a great there's a great analogy. There's a great analogy. If you can take a hundred dollar bill and light it on fire without crying, you're ready to own a boat. So it's That's right. true. You know what boat means, right? Yeah. <laughs> Bust Break out, out another, another thousand. thousand. Uh-huh. Yep. I, uh-huh. Yeah, I wouldn't think it'd be a hundred dollar bill. Maybe when I was well, a little kid, it's probably more like ten grand. But I mean, if you can do that, you're ready to own a boat. I mean, there's some things going. On. I actually changed the lower unit oil by myself, which was amazing. I don't know how many EPA violations I committed because I did it in the driveway, but I did it. I'm a little worried that one of our maybe loyal listeners could be someone that works for fishing game ben folk doesn't he have some kind of important job that he could come down here and like take both of you in handcuffs for some of the stuff you're admitting to no huh we're good okay what have we done wrong yeah we haven't done you said you didn't have a life jacket on and now you're talking about no 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 he had the you don't have to wear a life jacket when you're as long as you're 13 and over you don't have to wear a life jacket why are we saying this out loud where people can hear it because it's the law you just have to have the life jacket within reach. And I actually have had a discussion with one of the game wards about this to clarify. And he was very kind about it. So, yeah, no, you have to have it within reach. So getting in the boat, the first thing is I do, I pull out the number of life jackets for people and put them within reach. So they're right there by a chair. Mine goes on the back of my seat. We've got on the back of the seat, back of the cooler. So they're right there. And that was recommended by the fishing games as All long right. as it's here. Okay. Yeah. I I just want you to be careful. That's my goal for everyone to live carefully. Then yeah, we're not talking about our fishing trips because our one of the rules is if you're not bleeding, you're not really fishing well. So, so we use Flicker Shad, which is a a crankbait that has two treble hooks on it. Okay, Mm -hmm. three hooks each, Uh, and they're designed to snag everything, including fingers or legs. I'm just surprised you've got thumbs left at this point. I feel like. This did come up the first time he saw something awful. It's we, we, yeah. I mean, I caught a rock. I mean, I caught a rock. Uh, Okay. Well, well, I loved hearing about all of this, but I I don't know. We're digressing. We are. We are. Jackie gave me a look like you caught a rock. Yeah, I caught a rock, a legitimate rock, and that wasn't the weirdest thing of the day. Yeah, don't worry about it. It's all good. Yeah. I have no further questions. You you don't have to. 
Okay. <laughs> the best quote from that day is, let's go home before something else happens. Yeah, that's exactly what it was. Mm-hmm. It's got to be bad when Rusty is saying, let's go home before something else happens. Truth. Because I've heard Truth. some of your stories. And Truth. you put up with a lot of weirdness Truth. before you're like, Truth. I'm done. Truth. I'm out. Yeah, we were. It was one of those days. It was. A, it was a great day. It was one of those days, and we. How's yeah. your book coming? Yeah. Well. Okay. So. Yeah. <laughs> okay. You were writing a book, not about fishing. But it should be. <laughs> we we might have to start book number two. Actually. Uh oh. <laughs> hold on. Did you hold know? On. Wait, wait. Hold on. Hold when on. When I was wait. younger, wait. he's going to turn me off. <laughs> My brothers. And Rusty Uh-oh. actually made Rusty's fishing show. Oh. Joel, 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 no, oh. Joel. <sighs> oh, this sounds like this is going to be a whole, we need to bring him back for okay. another episode. Just oh my en- envision this in your head. Uh-huh. Okay, envision adolescent boys with a brand new Teenager. RCA video camera. Oh, nothing squirrely is going to happen there. Nothing, nothing nope. at all. Nope, nope. And Rusty and Jarrett. Yeah. That's all you need right there. Oh, yeah. Emmy waiting to happen. Oh, I think we need some found footage. Uh huh. Rusty, I'm going to put you on the spot. <laughs> <laughs> Withering crops, man. I just <sighs> saw like an entire field die. Okay, there might have been wow. two teenagers composing the theme song while fishing, mm-hmm. which never went well. Um, the whole performance of the theme song is like a five to seven minute deal for a three three-verse song because it's so discombobulated on purpose. Talk about composition, right? Yeah. There was a more-than-words extreme interlude in the middle of the song where we got off track. Yeah. And then the one episode we taped, actually, I caught a fish. So during I the fish. I feel like Dr. Garber could really have helped you out there. I <laughs> no, feel like no, his expertise. No, he was he way could, too young. He was no, way he, too young. But now he could listen to it and really, like, give you some pointers to resurrect the... The Don't only look thing, at me like that. I'm afraid now. The only thing that we're going to take from this going forward is that Sid Witcher was the Bassmaster. That's true. My father was the Bassmaster. Mm-hmm. And it's documented in the video. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> so looping back around <laughs> to the Central Kansas Master I'm just going to wander. Off, yeah. um, is, is the performance free? Absolutely. That it's you will, free. You will take an offering. We will take donations because obviously this organization, which, by the way, is now 501c3. Wonderful. Uh, needs to continue. Yes, yes absolutely. we agree. Okay, something totally. I've been wanting to ask this entire time. Is there a particular piece that when you perform it that gives you goosebumps that, like, you know that when people listen to this, you're just going to get that, like, hair on the back of your neck comes up because it's just, like, this joyous, like, is there a piece in this concert that you're like, this is it? So, quick story about this piece. The piece is called um, A Sweet Little Baby, and it's by a contemporary choral composer, Sean Kirchner, um, who has dear friends in McPherson. And okay. one of his dear friends is actually singing soprano in the choir. Um, Sean's been here. He's worked with Heston College. He came to do a thing with Gossel High School, and so he's familiar with our area. But it's a it's a gospel piece uh, with a great piano line, and uh, if you look at Facebook, Central Kansas Master Chorale, um, there's actually a snippet, a, a three minute clip of us singing it just the other night after three rehearsals, um, and that's the one that's going to give us goosebumps. That's very awesome. very neat. I very can't wait. neat. 
planning to be there. I found this piece a year ago, and uh, Laura's looking at me now, finally saying, I've heard this piece a whole year. I'm really looking forward to hearing it. Good. Very Wonderful. Cool. Well, we're Good. grateful for you and for your beautiful wife and who supports your work. And that is Sunday at 3 o'clock at Hesse Mennonite Church. So come one, come all, and hear some good old good Christmas music from around the world. Mm-hmm. Great. Jackie, you're also here with us today, too. I am. And we probably have HPL type of things to talk about. We so. do. All right. Are you down like a rodeo con to talk about HPL? Uh, minus probably the broken ankles, and I don't Perfect. have enough flags on me. So okay, we're yes. Okay. Uh, no, so what else going on here? The Wednesday, tomorrow, we are hosting Heston PD. They're coming here mm-hmm. for our story time. And I got the chance to chat with, um, with Chief Eilert, and he revealed that it is going to be Stephen Dresmala who is going to be doing our story time. All right. And I'm super excited. I think he's going to be great. He's a mod parent at Heston College. He's got his own little ones. Uh, he's going to be teaching the kids an important lesson that even if you are built and look like a bear uh, and slightly scary looking, that first off, you can still fold yourself down into the smallest story time chair that we have and that you are also still a helper. Good. Even though you look good, terrified. Good, good. Uh, but no, I'm I'm really looking forward to it. He's a wonderful person. He's got kiddos of his own. He's been in the community for a while. Um, I think he's going to be fantastic at story time. Great. Um, Eilert said he might be making a guest appearance as well to cheer on Stephen as he does story mm-hmm. time. Um, so we're really looking forward to that. And then the week after, we've got the Heston Fire Department coming out. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're going to be bringing their vehicles out, so we've got a lot of look for the helpers story times. And then um, we're also helping people prepare for 2023. We still have go bags available. Uh, English, Spanish, Hindi, they're a way to, to kind of get prepared for anything that might come your way in 2023. So come and pick those up. Uh, the wrap-off yes. is on Thursday. H-Town Throwdown Wrap-Off. I am so ridiculously excited about we need, this. We, we need a few more novices. I'm a gift bag person. That's okay. That's what we're looking for. That's exactly what we're looking <laughs> because for. Because we want to push you out of that gift uh-huh, bag. Yeah. I, I may or may not have one that... I can volunteer into the novice division. Perfect. I like it because we've got we've got several. We've got three or four novices right now. We need a few more. We've got a whole bunch of pro divisions. Susan was way on that. I had another pro, another novice, but had to back out. Two novices that had to back out. So, so I want I want to just is it okay if I um, say who those are? Yeah. So we have Denise and Stacy from the Nest. We have Christy Diller. We have Lindsay Chance. We have. Shelly Hageman, Shane Newfeld, Larry from Stone Creek mm-hmm. Nursery. Did I miss anyone? For the pro division, we've got Katie Gasson and Zach for Fry. The, and for the amateur division. For, for Katie Gasson, Zach Fry, and Brian Mowry for the amateur division. We're still looking for a few more to fill that out or the novice division. So, yeah. And Jackie said, you've got one, so we have four now. Perfect. I like that. Isn't there a song from the from the um, 70s called Ramp, 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 They Call Me the Rapper? I have no idea. I'm going to turn to the musical dude in the room. I just looked it up on my phone because <laughs> I thought, yeah. well, Shazam. I will say though, for those of for those that do attend, it's it's from six to seven, and our uh, cafe is open, so you can enjoy a hot chocolate, have a snack, watch these people rap. I will I forewarn people that the I I might have gone a little overboard with the wrapping paper. 
There is one that I desperately hope one of our novices or advanced rappers chooses. It is a solid gold glitter. Yeah. Oh my goodness! Not, I have we not were, had the courage. I've been thinking to, about that all week after yeah. you told me that. I know. I'm I'm excited. I mean, what could possibly go can wrong? We, uh, what can possibly go right? <laughs> Let's be real. Well, <laughs> Isn't the whole point of a spectator truth, sport? Truth, like truth, I mean, truth, truth, truth. It's like the rodeo clown thing. You're kind of rooting for the bull there. And and the most important thing for us to remember is that the. These gifts are going to go to local kids in Houston yes. who <clears throat> have either um, expressed a need or will just use our school counselors or other people to help distribute those. So we're really excited and we hope yes. people will come out and support this effort. And you don't have to be professional. You do not have to be any type of professional about this. We're, we're going to do right. this for a good cause. We're going to have fun with it. We're going to laugh, hopefully, a lot. We're going to make this entertaining for people listening for our very first live, live podcast, podcast yes. if I can make it work. But I think I can. Well, and I, I think it's it's a really important thing to 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 highlight the work that you guys are doing, and it positions the library in a way that it really is about how can we unite the community to something that is positive. You hear right. so many negative things; yeah. it's so easy to get caught up. But this, I think, is just a really cool opportunity to come together, have a laugh, have a glass of hot chocolate, and and just really come into community and Especially support each other. Especially in the spirit of Christmas. Yeah, exactly. That's going to be a great be the, time. The Thursday night, six o'clock here at the library. Here yep. at the library. Okay. What else is going on, Jackie? Uh, let's see. So we've got story times. We've got the wrap off. Um, oh. It's always exciting. I'm getting ready to place my end of year book order, and uh, we have we ordered Wonder Books last year. They're books that um, are physical books. It's kind of like the old press and play, like press the noise, except they actually read to you. So kids get the experience oh. of being read to while still having the physical book with them. The same company has come out with sing along books. So I'm really excited to be ordering some sing-along books. Dr. Garber will appreciate this. It's everything from Twinkle and Twinkle Little Star to Old MacDonald Had a Farm. And these books, you get the book, you press the play button, and it makes a chiming noise when you're supposed to turn the page so kids really get the experience of following along with a story. Now they'll get the experience of following along with music. So we're going to be adding those to our collection uh, in January as as I get those ordered this month. So it's a really exciting addition to our collection in addition to our Wonder Books, uh, a way that children can have an interactive reading and now singing experience without having a screen in front of them. Perfect. So it's a, a very cool very addition neat. to our collection. Very, very neat. Thank you. <laughs> very neat. So, is, that, is that what you got going on this week at the public library? I could probably go on about, you know, the go bags. We've got EMS. Right. We've got... You've got... Uh, just, it's a happening. It's, it's the hub. Oh, oh, the other thing. We have... Sorry, this just occurred to me. <laughs> uh, Artwork-wise, I would like to give a huge shout-out to Melaine and Addie. They have created a beautiful window mural on our south side window celebrating a bunch of different holidays in December. So big, big thank you to those local artists that have, Very neat. have that. And then uh, the other artwork that we have up is we do have the preliminary drawings from Beneficent of what the Main Street will look like. So if you'd like to come out, we have those available in our cafe area. So again, you can grab a cup of coffee and stare at them and chat with your friends about them. And they're just here to be open and accessible to the public. Great, great. So yeah, and there's been a lot of conversation about what's great. going on. It's a chance to come down and, and take a look at it. I'm looking right. forward to that too. All right, I, ha well, I have one question. Hmm. 
Do you have a Santa hat for Officer Jismala? I have elf ears. Even better. That's excellent. A That's perfect. That is perfect. We also have sports going on too. Tell me. What's All right. Happening? So tonight, Smoky Valley comes to town with a JV game. He's tipping off at four thirty in the shed in the outbuilding. Um, and then followed by Varsity in the Shed. So at 6 and 7.30, boys and girls at 6, boys at 7.30. Uh, Heston has been assigned to the Lions substate along with Chaparral, Cheney, Halstead, Haven, Kingman, and Nickerson. So those are the eight teams, including Lions and us, obviously, in substate basketball in March or late February or March. Thursday, the middle school is playing a tournament at home at 5 and 6 o'clock. So kind of cool that they get to play in a tournament type of environment. Both Heston College teams are into winter break with the women at 9-4 and four and the men at 8-4. and four. It's the best first half of the season under Michael Smalley for the women's team. So this is the first time they're going into break under his tenure with a winning record. Both teams don't return to action until January 14th when they kick off con- conference play. So it's a long break. Now, this is our last recorded podcast. Recorded podcast until 2023. We've had so much fun this year with our little labor of love. Thank you to everyone who has come into the weekly walk through H-Town. You guys are great. Joel's a returner. Jackie's a staple. Susan and I are having a lot of fun. We, we look forward to more and people getting out and following us on Facebook, following the weekly walk through H-Town. It's got a Facebook page. Go That's ahead and right. follow it. Yeah. And I don't even think we talked about, like, are we going to have something – for people that return as a guest, like, will they get a purple vest or a, or a red feather or something? We, we can figure that out. We do need to work on that because— They can I'm, have a pheasant pop right New Year's Eve. I noticed the other night on Saturday Night Live, they re-ran one of those things. Steve Martin had been on 13 times, and he was in some club. So oh, I remember the, we those. We might are, yeah. need to work on that. Yeah. But, yes, it's been a great— It has been. 16, is that what this is? This is episode 16. It's been tremendously fun. We're very grateful to— um, well, USW to what local one one two two eight and to the Heston Public Library and to our um, guests yes. and to the people who are listening and how will they tune in on Thursday? Like how will that work? Well, you're asking some technical questions. I'm going to address here and I will put links up on the okay. podcast. I will put links up through that through the Facebook page so Sounds it is perfect. up and ready to go. That way they can they can go and hopefully it okay. goes to Spotify and everything live, but. We're going to do a little messing with this as soon as we conclude today. Okay, sounds good. So basically what you're saying is stay alert, stay, stay tuned. Alert. It's like watching for Santa. Mm-hmm. Right. Maybe not quite as important, but basically right. we're not going right to there. have a podcast what tracker. What do you mean not quite as important? Okay. This is better. It's equally important. <laughs> we are just the same as Santa. Yes. Okay. Dr. Thanks, Garber guys. and Jackie, thank you guys very, very much for stopping by and talking about things. Thanks for having us. Yes. It's always a joy. All right. I will see everyone Thursday. Thursday. This has been the Weekly Walkthrough H-Town coming to you from the hub of the community, the Heston Public Library. Recorded with podcasting equipment sponsored by USW Local 11228. For Susan Lamb, I'm Rusty Witcher saying we'll see you Thursday, and then we will see you next year in 2023. Merry Christmas.